Welcome to this episode of the Million Dollar Mastermind. I'm Larry Wydell, and before we get started, if you want to know exactly how to win again and again, go to WydellOnWinning.com forward slash webinar now to watch something I've put together for you. Now let's get going into this episode of Million Dollar Mastermind. I'm talking with John Clendenin, and uh, John is a legend in the ski industry in the hall of fame he's taught skiing since 1997 he's uh, probably developed more elite skiers than anybody in the industry and uh, he started off uh it's no surprise he's successful because he started off as pretty much the first champion in uh when they started the uh, skiing competitions way back in 1973 and it's been in the ski videos you've ever seen those warren miller videos you've seen the ski videos uh johnny has appeared produced and starred in 20 plus promotional ski films uh you guys must have done some really crazy things john <laughs> it was a crazy time larry i mean you you know we all had to live through the 70s right uh, right <laughs> uh, now, but, uh, what, what, what you've got, what you're fascinating, uh, I think is fascinating about your life is how you've constantly challenged yourself. You know, you faced uh, life head on and things happened to you and, you know, you kind of sent you on a tumble. One of those was you, you wound up in L.A., then, you know, you went through that phase and then you wound up in Aspen and you decided... Uh, you know, I'm going to make something here and you develop the school. And I know all of the, the things that uh, obstacles dealing with uh, the ski co and the status quo, you know, but you, you fought your way through and having your own method, you know, everybody's critical when you, you come with a method there, they, uh, you know, if, if it wasn't their method, they're going to be criticized, you know, and then you want them, you want them over Talk about writing the book and what you learned from that. Well, uh, you, you know, as I shared with you, I went, I, I went through college. I was a, an English, romantic literature, English major. And I, I became fascinated with words. Uh, one of the things that has made it uh, successful is the lexicon. And that's my, my choice of words. Uh, and I, I like the idea of embodying what might be considered several different technical items in one word. Like I have a term called the love spot <laughs> in skiing. And that's when both skis release and there's no edges on the skis that it's a very quick instantaneous thing, but you can only have a love spot if you have a parallel turn initiation. If you step into your turn, like 90% of the people do, there's no edgeless moment. And that edgeless moment is so important in skiing. That is the difference between being uh, a, a good skier and a great skier. Uh, you can get down the mountain, stepping into your turns, but you'll never be a great skier until you learn how to release and have that flat spot in the turn. So, and I, again, I call that the love spot 
but it embodies all kinds of technical things because all things that go on during that period are your commitment to gravity. And you've heard me talk about dancing with gravity and how important uh, it is to learn how to let go to gravity rather than being defensive to gravity. That's what that little step is. It's a defensive move. And um, I think uh, the, again, uh, the fact that the lexicon is something that all the coaches share. So the students are learning the same words from the same, uh, from, from each one of my coaches. No, and I, and I, don't, I don't know if uh, you remember this, but in my camps, um, each group, each day goes with a different coach, okay? And I do that on purpose because some people get, their tone is better with another coach or the, the way the coach presents the material is a little uh, more different and sometimes better. People pick up different things from different people that way. But the thing is the coaches are all teaching the same method. And the problem in, that, that exists in ski teaching, unfortunately, is you could go to Vail and get the very best certified instructor they have there. And he can give you what could be considered a very good lesson. And then you come to Aspen and you could hire one of our very best certified ski instructors and you could have a lesson with them, but you don't hear any consistency. Now you, you don't hear the same uh, lexicon. You don't hear the same words. There's no uh, consistency between the two. Real good example, I'm doing a camp after at lunch, a guy comes up to me who's in the camp and he says, John, you haven't met me yet, but I just want to tell you something. I've been taking uh, private lessons now for, for, for 20 years. And I just now did the first day of your camp and I've had two different coaches and I just learned more than I've learned in all 20 years of private lessons. I just learned more, I want to tell you that. Um, and he says, and I, I happen to be on the board of directors of the Vail Ski Corporation. I just thought you might want to know that too. <laughs> But the, the consistency in the lexicon, I think, is one of the things that keep people coming back and um, has grown a reputation now that, um, you know, I don't, uh, I don't have to go out and sell the program anymore. I, I, I've got 15 people on a waiting list for my December camps right now. You know, I don't know. Maybe you've had these problems. I have not had them before. <laughs> it's, it's a good problem to have. It's a good problem to have, right? Yeah. And, and the thing is that uh, consistency, uh, you know, I used, this reminds me of principles I taught and used my entire life. And that is you got to be specific to be dynamic. Uh, right. you, you, you can't hit the bullseye if you don't know where it is. Right, right. And that another one, John, is great ideas don't care who use them. But also when it comes to great words, once they're identified, they don't care who uses them in the teaching. You know, any instructor can use it once they get it in their mind. Those we don't own the words, but you've got to identify them. You know, that's the thing is like, what is it? I've seen you uh, talk and talk and talk to try and refine these things, you know, and you know, and, and way in the past, you know, before you, you got to this point, it's like, what exactly is it? And what was driving you was not that you didn't understand it, but you wanted to get clear in your mind. I remember when the love spot 
idea came out was that you wanted to get it in terms where other people could get it. Because that's like you say, the key is, can you teach it? Can they understand you? You know? Hey, listen, there's a lot of information online, but there aren't a lot of people who have actually done something. In my case, I've actually built a successful business that's accrued over $5 billion in assets under management and has done well even during trying time. Now, if you want to know exactly how I've done this, go to whiteellenwinning.com forward slash webinar now. I've compressed a decade of learning into five short weeks just for those of you who want to give yourself an incredible advantage and are tired of waiting and watching others move up. Right. And, and um, if we talk about the technical elements that go on in the love spot, nobody, I mean, you get involved in stuff that's, uh, uh, you know, you, you want the centrifugal forces to be neutralized uh, uh, when you release the, the inside edge of the outside ski. Uh, I mean, there's stuff going on um, that if we talk to in a real analytical sense, you know, if we talk about the kinetics that are going on or the biomechanics that are going on, it's people don't need to know all that. You know, there's right. a lot of, of, of advancement that can make with the basic concept of, oh, I felt the love spot. Oh, man. You're right. It's so easy to steer the skis into the new turn when I, when I have that free floating moment in the turn. I go, yeah, that's it. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you don't need to. They, uh, they, they don't need to go any further. At the same time, as people grow through the system, I want them to understand more of the kinetics involved or more of the, the physiology involved in it. But but in uh, on a real in the basic sense, in the introductory sense, it's. It's something you want to make so easy for people to get. And, and that's our job uh, is to, I want to say one other thing, Larry, that I want to make sure that, that people understand are here. A group of coaches, I have got six very bright people involved in my program right now. And we sit and have meetings. And we're going to have a meeting tomorrow night about how, what we all agree on might be the best, simplest, most efficient, clearest way to communicate these different uh, technical issues or the, the progressions for skiing. So we all, it's not like it, I'm dictating. I don't want, that's what I wanted to say. It, it's something that we have, um, that I share and develop with my team as we go. And we're, in other words, we don't want uh, uh, we don't want to be in, in involved in a camp and have someone come to us and say, now, what is this? If I put my hip against a tree and stand on a pole and roll my foot now, how does that relate to what we're doing, John? I go, well, where did you hear that? <laughs> well, an instructor was telling me that over, uh, uh, over in Keystone. And I go, okay, well, I'm not sure what they meant by that, but it sounds like they're trying to talk to you into how to tip the foot maybe in the direction of the new turn or how to release the gravity. Maybe that's how, in other words, we, we don't want to have our students he hearing something that we've never heard before um, in our group. You know, we work hard on developing what we all agree on. Let me put it that way. Well, what I'm hearing, John, you know, uh, we all try to get these things the same way, but, you have been saying these things, and I'm going to try and pull it out 
the reason for going slow and important <laughs> for you to know how to do slow is when you're, if you're going to be teaching somebody else, they're going to be going slow because they can't go fast, you know, mm -hmm. and they're, they're going to be trying to learn it. And if you've got it ingrained in you, you can make it, you know, the way you make, get them through the technical uh, issues without talking technical issues early on is to make it fun and simple and to right. do, get them to where there's one thing they can do. They can feel that move. You know, I know that you uh, have these drills where you go across the hill and you're up on one edge and you want us to feel that, you know, and that, you know, you, you tip on the edge and then you go off of it, you know, and you, you know, you're doing those S turns across right. the hill. Right. And uh, when you get that, it's like, okay, I understand that now I own that. Or like when you do those garage turns, you know, like where you turn into the mountain and then you back out, you know, right. and uh, it's like, Oh, that's letting go. You know? <laughs> yeah. A real simple one, Larry, that's so important is one of the things we take. Well, another word we use is cascading. And what I mean right. by cascading, yeah. you understand it. It's just when you let the skis slide sideways down the mountain, that's cascading. Right. I, you know, and I like the word cascading because, you know, when you watch a cascading waterfall, it's really pretty. It falls down it hits a pool and comes out, comes down again. And um, I call cascading because that's when you go down the hill more than you go across the hill. Okay. Anytime yeah. you do that, that's a cascading move. And I've had so many people when they first learn that, they say, is that okay? <laughs> I mean, you mean we can do that? It's okay. Yeah. I thought we were just supposed to go on our edges all the time across the, <laughs> no. yeah. you know, great skiers learn how to let the edges go and let them loose and let, and let them slide down. And you want to learn to manage that and feel it. It's a huge thing. Johnny Mosley told me he's an Olympic. He's, he's a friend of mine. He learned to ski on a ski deck, by the way, in Tiburon. And Johnny Mosley is the first uh, gold medal winner in the Mogul event uh, in the Olympics. And he said to me, John, a lot of people don't know it, but I'm, I'm letting my edges slip more than I'm edging. And I said, can you explain that a little bit, John? He says, yeah, I let my edges go until I feel right where I want to hit them. And then I hit my edges hard. And then I slide, I let them drift again and let them go. And then I hit my edges hard. So I'm going from soft to hard edges all the way down, soft to hard. And I went, that's interesting. He says, I'm probably drifting more than I'm edging in a mogul run. I went, whoa, really? <laughs> Here's an Olympic mogul champion. Well, I'll, I'll tell you how I interpret that, interpret that, John, to life is fact that when you're, now Johnny's elite, but you've said this, I'm going to teach you the basics and then, uh, once you they're in grain, just forget them and go ski, you know, just kind of forget about it, you know, and uh, uh, let it happen a little bit. But what you find is that in life leaders, life, when you start to get successful, uh, life starts coming at you so fast, you got to make decisions, you can't go back to the rule book you know, which is the edges. The edges are the system. You've got to always do this in this situation. You know, that's the edges. But we kind of freestyle and slide or make it up as we go through life. And then we get a precise moment. And then we're like, okay, hammer down 
you know, we got to go back to the to the uh, uh, tried and true method right now to get back in control, you know, like hitting the brakes, more or less. Right. And um, uh, this this scheme, you know, what you're doing has applications. Uh, it's a performance thing. You're teaching a performance art and excelling in life. Uh, you got to play the game. You got to make decisions. You know, you 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 got things coming at you. And what have you you have you know you've been one thing I see about you is you're always driven to improve, John. Yeah, I'm still working on some stuff right now. Really, uh, even today before our talk conversation, I'm I'm working on a a, a progression uh, uh, to to present to the coaches tomorrow night at our meeting um you know i want to say i'm not exactly sure how this might relate to to exactly what you're saying but i wanted to throw this in um I, i've got a little phrase that i've got when your feet get it you can forget it yeah there you go so so you don't have to worry about the minutiae a lot once you get it you own it yeah you know, uh, you know once you digest it you're free from it you know um um there's just a lot of ways to think about it and that allows you to take your onion to the next level you can actually apply your consciousness to another aspect of uh of your challenge and when but you you can't go to that other level until you have the previous one so 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 your 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 primary focus can evolve as you get stuff and I'm talking about people starting to ski on a really high level. And I think you understand what I'm talking about. When you get yeah. it, you can forget it. You can, I yeah. mean, when your feet get it, you can forget it. All of a sudden, you can start thinking about other things. Like, can I look further ahead? Can I decide? Right, right. You know, you're I not start? thinking about the technique. You're thinking about where you're headed. And, and intention becomes such yeah. a big part of great skiing as it does in life. Can I create what I intend? Um, but also, John, you know, that the corollary on that, John, is the bigger you get in life, the more you look down the road. You know, you're like you're you're looking at your schools this right. year, you know, in other areas, expect air, geographic expansion. You're looking at the calendar year, you know, you're filling it up. This is not the first time you thought about December schools. You know, you've been planning for that. But like these uh, bands that play stadiums, you know, they're, uh, they're planning like five years in advance. If you're the Rolling Stones or, you know, those kind of uh, type bands, you know, there's, there's not that no, many. I, I forget how much you know about that business too. I, are the Stones out again? Are they going to, are they going to tour? They are again? out. Yeah, they are oh, out. Okay. Yeah. okay. By the way, everybody, I go to Larry when I want to find out what's happening in the rock and roll world. <laughs> <laughs> well, John, this has been great, man. I'm not going to keep you any longer because, uh, you know, you and I could go forever. And yeah, uh, we're going to have to uh, get together as soon as I get back out there. And uh, I'm going to try and elbow my way into one of your camps just as soon as I get there. All right, buddy. I'm going to look at that little window, your windowsill across the poppycocks. If I see that thing open, I'm knocking on your door. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you so All much. Right. If you enjoyed what you've heard and are dead serious about finding out for yourself exactly how this works in the real world, I've taken the most valuable business lessons I've learned over 40 years and put them into something for you to watch. Go to whiteellenwinning.com forward slash webinar now in order to move up as fast as possible. I'm Larry Wydell, and I run the Million Dollar Mastermind.
Go, go, go.